man, this is a real podcast. You know why? Because it's the Loft Party Podcast. I'm just saying. The views and opinions expressed by the Loft Party Podcast panel participants and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the Good Times of Good People Company, the host, or its sponsors. Just not getting it, getting it. Welcome everybody out there in podcast land. The Good Times with Good People Company proudly presents the Loft Party Podcast, where it is always about good times, good people, and good talk. Now that you've received your invitation, the best way to let us know that you're in attendance is to download the party or become official by joining us on Facebook, subscribing on YouTube, iTunes Podcasts, or Google Play Podcasts. Good. Thanks for joining us. Grab a cocktail, light a cigar, or whatever you like to smoke. Share us with your friends and make yourself at home. I'm your host and moderator, Rio, and let's introduce today's panel. All right, hey out there in podcast land, I'm your host, Rio, and welcome to the Law Party Podcast, episode 90, A Lesson in Economics. Yeah, episode 90, uh, A Lesson in Economics. First and foremost, uh, I want to welcome uh, our listeners in uh, Italy. Uh, and back home Buongiorno uh, Hey, hey, prego, prego uh, Cincinnati, uh, uh, keeping it local And in Philly, I have, I am watching the numbers And I see what cities um, are having some spikes And um, just like last month, I noticed that we were getting some stuff from Japan uh, Today when I checked the numbers, I noticed uh, Italy is checking in So welcome and uh, so uh, here's, here's the thing. First, uh, thank you all out there for listening. Uh, thank you for telling a friend and joining in on the party. Now, uh, what is the difference between financial freedom and economic freedom? You know, that's kind of the question that started this thought process for the show today. Um, I mean, we're going to have a serious but fun discussion, you know, and I hope that, you know, all of you, you know, you get enlightened and inspired to, uh, as Kanye has uh, most eloquently said, get your money right. (laughs) So uh, before we get started, let me introduce today's panel. I've got Big Dave Elliott, owner of CMP Construction. I've got Adrian Lewis, uh, founder of Path to Vision. Um... I do believe we'll probably be joined by uh, one or two other guests uh, that are uh, running behind today. But uh, if they come in, I'll introduce them then. And of course, you know me, I'm your host, Rio. And before we get into important things, let's get into important things. So what are we drinking? Today we are drinking the uh, Dapper Sipper. Dapper Sipper. So... It was actually a cocktail uh, created here in Kansas City, actually. Um, and so uh, you got an ounce of uh, Riga whiskey. You've got an ounce of uh, Genepee de Alps. Uh, for those of you that don't know what that is, it's kind of a, a pale green and, and yellow in color. Uh, just from the nose, is very uh, herbaceous. Um, and it's kind of the mouthfeel is, uh, it's co- very coating and sweet uh, to, to the taste. Um, 
But as it transitions, it's kind of got a long, kind of minty, candy lavender uh, finish. Um, uh, also, an ounce of sweet vermouth. You're going to take that, you're going to stir it over ice, and uh, you're going to strain that into an old-fashioned glass with, uh, hopefully, a uh, one large ice cube. And you're going to finish that with a float of two ounces of Prosecco over the top, garnish that with a little orange peel, and you have got a delicious cocktail. So, uh, hopefully you are jealous with uh, all that uh, liquor description. Um, and that brings us to, so, what are we smoking? Now, um, we were, and we probably will next week, uh, going to be smoking uh, number seven on uh, Cigar Aficionado's list of the top uh, top. Cigars of 2017 um, The My Father The Judge But today uh, Big Dave brought us in something special What'd you bring us Dave? Okay, what we brought is one of my favorite brands La Flor Dominica It's a TAA Exclusivo uh, Part of the TAA uh, Celebration of 2017 And what TAA stands for Is Tobacco Association of America so each year a certain blender or, or, or factory comes up with a blend for this in particular. So these are kind of a rare blend. Um, this is a kind of a beefy six inch by 54 box press shape. It has a dark and oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper to deliver a punchy yet refined smoking experience. Expect a medium plus body and balanced flavors of hickory wood, sweet molasses, Cinnamon nutmeg. Wait, wait, say that again. Sweet molasses. <laughs> right, 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 right. I was, I was just trying to taste it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just tasting the L. Yeah, I, you know, I remember I spent a lot of time down in Orleans, so I know what yeah. sweet molasses is. I got a couple of ladies like that. Yeah, and again, yeah, as I'm dragging it, I'm like, mm, 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 I'm, yeah, I'm, sweet I'm, 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 I'm taking it all in huh? Cinnamon nutmeg, gritty earth, and a sprinkling crust. All right. Black pepper to finish. Okay. Very smooth smoke. And let me tell you, yes, as Adrian just said, it is a very smooth smoke. Please do yourself a favor. If you can get your hands on one of these, do that because uh, you're going to be happy with yourself if you are a cigar fan. So, um, from what are we drinking and what are we smoking, we want to go into today's uh, RIPs. Of course, probably the most notable um, this week would have been Billy Graham, uh, passed away at 99. Um, for those of you out there who um, aren't necessarily religious, uh, Billy Graham really did do some transformative things in religion, being one of the first... Um, First white pastors to kind of to integrate his congregation. Um, he was uh, the kind of pastor and counsel to whew, the last what five or six. I, I want to say he was actually pastor of counsel to seven different presidents, starting off with Eisenhower. Yes, yes. And yeah. the thing about Reverend Graham is that he was really the first true evangelistic right. pastor. And he had rallies by the time he got popular, even in the 50s and 60s, where thousands of, I mean, filled stadiums. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, and, and, and the interesting thing about, you know, we've heard about the evangelistic pastors like you know, Jimmy Swaggart and Oral Roberts and these guys that were, you know, had a lot about being, they were shysters in a lot of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy was the real deal. And he, he, he lived it. He never went beyond it. Yeah. And, and went all over the world. And all over the world with it. Uh, there's actually the, um, the uh, TV show The Crown. Um, this next season actually is supposed to deal with, um, like, a, there's supposed to be a story arc in that season that deals with when, when he went to England and the queen uh, saw him preach and she was quite affected and she had, she kept his counsel as well uh, over the years. Well, the interesting thing that he always said, and he said it, he said it every time, God loves you. And that was his message. God loves you. Amen. You know, give yourself into Jesus and Christ and you will find out what that love is. Amen. Okay, so, um, rest in peace to Billy Graham. And the other person, there were were other people that I think may have been more difficult to explain to people out there in podcast land. Um, But this other guy that I wanted to... uh, mentioned was uh, Reg E. Kathy. Um, he uh, is kind of best known for his roles in House of Cards and the and in The Wire. Uh, he passed away at 59. Uh, and for those of you that don't know who he is or, oh, yes. or don't know the name, if you watch The Wire, he's best known for one word. She. <laughs> he just had that deep voice and he can say that word like nobody else so um uh and if you're a house of cards fan he was the guy who ran the uh barbecue place that uh that that he used to go to um before that all went went kablooey on the show uh, and anyway and i want to give away too much of the show because if you haven't watched it please go back if you still can because of all of the me too stuff i don't know if they're going to be airing old seasons of house of cards because um kevin spacey Space. won't be on the new season of house of cards so anyway um that's more than i want to say about that uh which pulls uh, pushes us to uh happy birthdays um so before we get too far out of RIPs, uh, this is an RIP and a happy birthday because uh, today is the man in, in black's birthday, Johnny Cash. Um, so I hear that train rolling. Exactly. She's coming around the bend. <laughs> I ain't seen the sunshine since I don't know when. I'm shutting Folsom Prison. There you go, boys. There you go. Um, for those of you out there that uh, have never listened to Johnny Cash, do yourself a favor. I don't care what genre you, you, you love first. It was something special about Johnny Cash. Just do yourself a favor. Go back, listen to some Johnny Cash. Um, he, his catalog was pretty amazing. And and, it's, and he really did have a very signature, singular sound that... Uh, that really nobody else was doing in his era and really nobody's unless they've been giving him some kind of homage 
nobody's really done since. He did it almost until his death, too. Mm -hmm. I mean, there was a video out that he did a Nine Inch Nails song. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's at the piano. Actually, the cover, that is the most heart-wrenching rendition of anybody, of a cover of somebody else's song. Did you ever watch? Oh, yeah, it was just, it was just powerful. Um, Anyway, so. I can't remember the name of the song. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's escaping me right now, but. Uh, do yourself a favor uh, Look into Johnny Cash If you have never heard any of his stuff Which brings us to an actual happy birthday um, For of course Those of you who are into the uh, Hip hop, uh, R&B Or in particularly neo soul Scenes uh, We want to send a uh, big happy birthday Out to Erica Badu um, And since she's a lady I won't just divulge her age Like that but Happy birthday, Miss! Ah, ah, Happy ah. birthday, Miss Badu! And um, let me uh, say this on a personal note: uh, I don't know what it is you be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is you be doing, but I be seeing what happened to them dudes when you date them. They are never the same. They are never quite the same. Eric will be doing something special. That's all I'm saying, y'all. Bless you, That's woman. That's all you. I'm saying. God yeah, bless you. <laughs> anyway, with all that, we'll be right back. <laughs> hey, you can search for the Loft Party Podcast on iTunes Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, and on our Good Times with Good People YouTube channel. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook tweet us on Twitter, and if you'd like the content we provide, donate to us on Patreon. www.patreon.com forward slash Loft Party Podcast. You can find all of our links below. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. Alright, and we are back, uh, but before we get too deep, let's play a quick party game. So, uh, first of all, I'm going to ask you a question before I actually ask you the party game question. And I'm going to start with uh, Dave. So, uh, most people, I won't say everybody, most people have a dream that they've been chasing for, for whatever reason. So, what's the, what's the thing, like, what's the dream that you've been chasing? Hmm. That is a... Uh... That is a really interesting question for me, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Because I was raised by a strict father, and I failed him, and I failed myself. And then I rose back up from absolute desolation to where I am today. But I still pursue one thing. And I... I, I I pursued to make my father and my grandfather's proud of me. So is there, is there a, uh, like a, like a business pursuit or it's something a like that? business pursuit because yeah. all my, all my, all my relatives, all my father and my grandfathers and my great grandfathers were all in Dupanuas. So for me, it's been able to grab that bull by the horns and continue to wrestle it 
Okay. And as you know, I told you, I, I didn't, my company didn't do well in the end of 2017, the last half of 2017. Right, right, right. So for me, that shook me to my core. So I have spent all of January turning around, totally rewriting a business plan, totally re-going through everything and how I do my business, how I handle my business, how I handle my people that work for me, how I handle my clients, how I handle myself. Okay. And now I'm seeing the results of that. There you go. But my drive is to make my ancestors proud of me. Okay. So what about you, Adrian? Uh, I, um, the dream is to become a just full-fledged entrepreneur with his hands and a little bit of everything and his money invested in several areas. Not just for the sake of myself, but we'll get into that in just a minute. But uh, I think a lot of people now are probably have that sense and have that feel that you know you, you want to achieve that life purpose before you know you call to go above you know yes so i think that's where what i what i truly am doing i'm trying to find out what it is that i was put here for and who is it that i was meant to to bless and change the lives of because obviously there were people that changed my life way before I have. I think we had this conversation several podcasts ago about, you know, I get that, you know, we, we're reaping the benefits of what other, of the work that others put in for us previously. Right, 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 right. So you got, you know, in, in my case, being an African-American male, I got my grandparents and their parents and, you know, the sacrifices that they made that I now get to reap the benefits of. Mm -hmm. And now to, to be a part of, the dream, Martin Luther King's dream, and now, you know, the the times that we're in now to be a, a, a still fairly young black male to pursue a God-given dream is kind of what I'm after now, and to motivate others to do the same. Yeah. So, Even though we come from two very different places, we have basically the same, same dream. Yeah. We want to make our ancestors proud of who we are and then yeah. pass that legacy on to others. There you so, go. That's so, well said, Andrew. So so I will now ask you the actual party game question. Because I think without establishing what the dreams are, the party game question may be able to be answered either with great ease or with great difficulty. And the question today is, if money didn't even exist, would you still be chasing the same dream? Yeah, absolutely. There, there's no doubt I would. Because in the end, it's not about the money. It's about what I give back from what I've gotten. And that's really the bottom line. And you that know? really is the bottom line. And, and you know me, and, and you know the charities I work with and, and the <laughs> things that uh, motivate me to work with that, to bring young people up. You know, you, you don't you don't give a helping hand out. You give a helping hand up, up. right? And, and and you do that in a lot of ways. And you know, I've always kind of, you know, wife and I have talked about the fact that you know we never had children. Mm-hmm. Well, we've lived a different life than a lot of our friends. You know, we were able to pick up and go and do what we had to do, and didn't have the stress of raising children. And, and maybe forgetting about each other. And, you know, we have friends of ours who got divorced after 20, 25 years because they spent too much time on their children and forgot each other. Yeah. 
You know, and, and that, I think that's a tragedy because you're supposed to get old with your spouse. And, but on the other hand, you know, I got 40 some employees. And every day I have a chance to bear witness to some young person or make an influence on them and, and be able to possibly bring that person up into a better level of life for themselves in many ways. And then also working with maturity and the young people. And so it, it doesn't have anything to do about money in that situation, does it? No, absolutely not. You know, it, it, it has to do with, you know, Adrian does a very similar thing. He's working with young people. This is his dream. He's going to pass something on. I'll let him go on with it, but I would tend to say that you're probably in the same place I am. Yeah. It's not about the money. It's about the journey of life. Oh, oh it's definitely not about the money because I walked away from the money. To, yeah, to go did. after, to, to go after the you dream. You in particular did, yeah. yes. Yeah, I completely walked away from a very nice salary to pursue what I'm doing now full time, which has not necessarily been very profitable. And then, and in doing so, I've, I've had to to grow in different ways and do things that you just have to do to make to make sure the bills are paid. And so to come from, you know, a level of comfort and security, you know, knowing you're gonna have a paycheck week in week out, to now <clears throat> having to kind of have a, a new baby, so to speak, and and grow it and and nurture it so it can walk and be um, sustainable and, and efficient. Now, but no, nah, it's it's definitely. When, when I was making the money, I, I realized early on that it, it wasn't about the money that I was pursuing in the first place. So when I started making the money, I was just like, okay, there, there has to be more than this. I, I got money left over after I get paid. The bills are paid. You know, once all my basic needs were met, I was like, okay, what's next? What's next? What's next? Yeah. So once, and I think a lot of people, especially now, because we're social media and television and music has saturated us with just complete, just make the money and you'll be all right, make the money. But you actually find out who you truly are once you make the money. Mm -hmm. Like the money will show you who you really are. Uh, now, you know what's funny? I always, uh, I always used to hear people say, you know, money changes people. It, it and does. They, well, what I've come to find out is money actually doesn't change you. Money amplifies you. Yeah. So if you are an asshole, now you have enough money to really be an asshole. Well, let me add into that. Yes. Because you know in my business I have a lot of very high-end clientele. Mm -hmm. Multi-millionaire, even a billionaire client. Mm -hmm. Okay? They are, they are chasing the money. Mm -hmm. And the money does start to consume them. But I think that that's a part a of them. Of their humanity. But I think that that's what's. I think that it's amplifying what was there. Right. Like there, they, there, there was an emptiness already, and they think they can fill it with money. Uh, but as you know, as uh, oh, I cannot remember. I want to say it's Corinthians. Mm -hmm. You know, and and he says, you know. You know, you know, it says nothing can make you happy. But, you know, when you really unpack that statement, it's not nothing can make you happy. It's no, no thing, no thing. Yeah. can make you happy. And, uh, and, and money is just a thing. Mm -hmm. Money is just a thing. If, you, if you're not doing what you love doing, you know, that's always going to be a part of you that just isn't settled. But if you're doing what it is that you love doing, 
You know, um, you know for at least for, for me, I know all of the things that I love doing. You know, my the music, the podcast. You know, even um, you know designing the clothing and merchandise and all that. Like I love doing it, and I I would do it. I, shit, I am doing it for free. And uh, and I wouldn't even think twice about continuing to do to to do it at the same you know level of income because I really love doing it you know whereas um, you know the, you know the job I have now or uh, jobs I've held in the past if they weren't paying me I wouldn't be showing up <laughs> just period. All right, I got a question for Adrian. You know, and and, and I grew up in rural areas too. How many people did you know that really didn't make a lot of money, but they knew their place, where they were happy in their place that they were? Several. And they were happy in their lives as they were. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't about the money for them. It was about their family. It was about the land they lived on, the ability to, to go out and, 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 and hunt for food or, or you know, spend time with each other, or barbecue, you know, have a few drinks on a Saturday night and go out for a dance. Yeah. You know, all, those were all simple things of rural life. Yeah, this, this is one particular couple back home. Um, very, very blue-collar guy. Works in the factory. Wife's a teacher. He posts videos on Facebook uh, every now and then. And his thing is happy life, happy wife. That's, that's Oh, yeah. He always gets on Facebook and says, yeah. says that. So he'll get on there, and he, and he loves to barbecue. That's just kind of his thing. He gets up, goes to work, puts 10, 12 hours in at the factory job that he works in or the warehouse he works in. He comes home, he'll shoot a quick you know, video. He has a man cave, a little shed that he turned to a man cave right. where he listens to his music. And, um, you know, it's, 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 about, it's about just kind of peace of mind for him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's absolutely. His piece, so. Absolutely. I don't think another hundred thousand dollars a year or two hundred thousand dollars a year would make him happier. Uh, it, it, but I'm not saying those things it aren't would nice. make it wouldn't make life easier. Make maybe. life easier because they but, do have to. They do struggle through life and they do have trouble paying the bills. And Michelle and I've been there before many times. We absolutely. made money and lost money. Yeah, absolutely. Made money and lost money. And it's an up and down cycle. Yeah, yeah. Money but, comes and goes. But you have to find ways to weather the storms. And those storms make you stronger. But with Mario's point, he was talking about the guys that already have a lot of money and now they're pursuing more money. I would, and he says, you know, there's a level of emptiness there. They're still trying to find that that spot. They're still have. They're still confused. Right. You know. Right. They're yeah. still trying to figure out why they're not happy. Right. Because you've got all this I and you're still not happy. And I need another million or another million because if. I don't know if they're in competition with themselves or they're in competition with others, you know. Yeah, but, you know, it, it, that, you know, I, I, uh, I, saw, I saw that question posted uh, online earlier in the week, and I was just like, wow, that's actually perfect for the topic that I want to discuss on today's show. And it was just a profound question because at the end of the day, you know, I think, that the vast majority of the people that I know are doing what it is they want to be doing. They may not be making ridiculous amounts of money at it and would, and would like to make more money at it, sure. but they're actually doing what they want to be doing and they're much 
more happy and contented people uh, because of it. Either way, um, we've got to get into the actual topic of the show. Um, and with that, we'll be right back. Hey out there in podcast land, we would not be doing our duty if we didn't acknowledge the sponsors of the Law Party Podcast, the Majestic Restaurant and Jazz Club, and the Majestic's Pendergast Club. The Majestic carries on Kansas City's tradition of great food and jazz. Let them show you why they are the classic Kansas City Steakhouse experience. 931 Broadway, just three blocks from the Kansas City Convention Center. Jay Rieger and Company, a Kansas City distillery. Whether whiskey, gin, or vodka, neat or on the rocks, Jay Rieger, Kansas City, sipping good since 1887. CP Construction, Kansas City's premier wood framers, 50 years of quality framing and craftsmanship. Just email david.cnpservice at gmail.com and start building something new today. And our friend and frequent guest, Lane Boland. Thank you all for all that you do 